Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is great, guys. I mean, you're both here, Blaney. It's, it's Wednesdays with Dale mm. Jr. You're our special guest. Perfect time. I thought the three of us just spend a little time, manual labor. Let's just pick up your eight, chuck it on my rental car. We'll use this old tow rope here. It's an anchor line. Run it through the windows, and then I'll drop it off at your place. I ain't doing this. Are you? We can find somebody to do Yeah, I know us. a guy that'll come get this. Yeah, we don't, just lift with your knees. It's no, aluminum, man. We don't have to mess with this. No, it's going to be cool. Now I can come just, to your place. I've never been. We got two eights. We can just hang out. We can't split them up. They got to travel together. They travel together. Travel together. That's a thing. Yeah, we use that boat rope you got there. Tie you a pier, I guess. Yeah. It's weird. I got a boat rope and no boat. You got the wrong rope, anyways. So these might float. They might float. Well built. <laughs> it's very possible. Those are very well built. Welcome to NASCAR America. And Wednesdays with Dale Jr., we are here around the Big Oak table at NBC Sports in Charlotte. I'm Rutledge Wood. This is Dale Earnhardt Jr., Cal Petty, and our special guest today, Ryan Blaney from Team Penske. Thanks for joining us. It's nice to be here with such legends. <laughs> it is nice to be here with Rutledge in it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll save my autographs, requests for later. Yes, so. save yeah. those for later. I'm sorry we couldn't get the eights home today. Yeah. I don't. I didn't even know they were still here, and I'm going to send a rollback over here. I don't want you doing anything to them uh, that mm. might tear them up or... For the record, you being involved <laughs> in any of this makes me really nervous. We, I think we could get both eights on that roof. No. Now, will they be there when we make it to the house? No. Who's to say? Yeah, who's to say? That's a different That's thing. Strange. I didn't know I could have them, so I didn't. I'm coming to get them. We'll get I'll them. Get them out of yeah. here. One where we'll get Blaney's truck. We'll load them up. Blaney, yeah. man, great weekend for you yes. coming off Martinsville. Uh, third place, career best up there. 145 laps led. Uh, you picked up segment two. Man, I thought, I'm going to be honest, watching, I was really, really pulling for you. Mm. Um, and then when Clint won and I saw his son running to you, I kind of put those memories, his, his son was running him, I kind of put those memories behind. <laughs> yeah. But still, that doesn't take away from the awesome day you had. I appreciate it. Yeah, he wasn't running to me. Yeah, um, good good boy. You know, but uh, <laughs> no, it was a good day for us. You know, we don't really run that well at Martinsville, and that was pretty fun too. That place is really fun when you run well, you know, and, and you can have a good time and your car is good. So, that's just a, a big tribute to everybody on that team for, you know, sitting back and realizing what we need to do to run well there. And um, it was a good time. We just came up a little bit short. Did it throw you off? I know, Dale, you went up there and, and saw what, what happened with the weather. For you, having to wait it out at all, did that did that kind of change how you physically felt or anything mentally? Not really. It was just kind of another day of just sitting around. You know, you, you don't really think about, you know, the race because you almost you don't want to overthink things. Um, but it was kind of nice to, um, you know, obviously we like to get the race on Sunday, but uh, it was nice that a lot of fans were there, even on Monday, uh, and supporting us. And it was actually a beautiful day on Monday. So uh, it didn't really change much sitting around on Sunday and having the race the next day. Were you worried going into Martinsville? You guys didn't, I mean, Phoenix is kind of a short track, mm. and you guys weren't like 
weren't good at all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to be nice. Oh, no, you know no, what no, I mean? Nice. And then you then you come to a short track, and you guys were as a group, the Penske organization as a group, spot on. Yeah, I thought so. We've had some really good runs. You know, Brad won a race there last year. Won the spring race there last year, and uh, they've run super strong in there. And it's nice to finally kind of be a part of the group and running well there. Yeah. And uh, but that was that was nice. It gives me something to look forward to going back to Martinsville now. One of the things that I heard you say uh, over the last couple of days is. Running up front, running a top five is kind of makes it easier uh, from a driver's standpoint and trying to save your car and save your stuff. So tell me, um, and I've always thought that that was a bit of an art at Martinsville, how to save your stuff when you're leading the race. So what are some of the things that you do as a driver uh, to take care of your tires, take care of the drive off when you're actually in the lead? Yeah, we were fortunate to run in the top five pretty much all day. And, and you know, Dale and Kyle, you know this, that, you know, when you're back in, you know, like 10th or 11th on back is just a dogfight. Lap after lap, you always have someone breathing down your neck. And when you can get the lead or, you know, kind of be by yourself and do your own thing, you can lift way early, not really use a lot of brakes, and it'll be really easy with the throttle. So I think the biggest thing is the brakes. You know, when you're trying to pass somebody, you're diving in the corner as hard as you can and standing on the brakes, and that wears over time on your car. So when you're up front like that, you can just be a little bit more patient and, and easy with everything. And I've never had to do that before at Marsville. I've always kind of right. run really hard. And I knew at the that end you of the race, were realizing that for the first time this weekend. <laughs> and yeah. it's so it's so much cooler <coughs> when you can lift earlier and not use as much brake, but you run about the same you run yeah. the same lap time, if not faster. You know? Yeah, you told me this uh, a couple of years back, you know, when you won that race in fourteen, yeah. right? Uh, you were like, We yeah, you know, we got up to the lead and I was just lifting way early at the flag stand and not even using brakes and it just helps you for the last hundred, hundred and fifty laps sure of that thing. Yeah, but you had excellent point because I heard Clint say the same thing. Finally I figured this place out. You let off early, you roll through the center. Yeah, you can do that when you're leading. That's the but only But you can't spot. do that when you're eleventh and twelfth. Exactly. You can't do that. You right. it's a totally different Because otherwise you guys are it's basically just an accordion effect yeah. at that point. And if someone like, I don't know, let's just pick a name out of thin air, let's say Kevin Harvick is trying to tear every fender off your car, <laughs> that could be difficult for a person in your position at a track like Martinsville. Uh, say, I don't know, last fall. So, you know, it's, I guess it, that the position makes The views of the guests are not the necessarily difference. those of the host. Let me just put a disclaimer here. The views of the guests no, are just not pick, necessarily was those that a, of the host. I'm oh, just that saying. example worked. No, that's hilarious. That's I just picked that out of thin air. Did you? <laughs> that's funny how that yeah, that's happens. Nice. It's I, a random fact. Huh? Totally <laughs> random. I was just thinking it does make a big difference up front. You look great, though. But I want to know for you, I, I, I know you got to be kind of put on Dale Jr.'s fan hat this weekend. What was it like <sighs> going to Martinsville and, and seeing everything? Yeah, that was weird. So I had went to Daytona and did the Grand Marshall stuff, and that was just a, a ton of fun, right? And uh, just enjoying seeing everybody wearing my old racing shirt and having fun. Uh, this weekend I went to, I rode up with Rick Allen, who I'm going to work with in the booth. Hadn't been around Rick much, so I got to spend a whole lot of time with him just talking. And uh, I was going to shadow those guys and see what they do on Saturday. Sure. What does Steve LaTarte do when he's not calling practice? What do do you guys have to do? So uh, they walk around in the garage area and go in everybody's holler, and I'm thinking, man, I I don't go in other people's (laughs) holler. You don't do that unless you're mad at them. You know, right. yeah. going in there to cuss them out or something. <laughs> That's the only time I've been in other people's hollers, and you would leave immediately. But um, <laughs> so Steve Latart's walking up in these hollers and just jabbering with the crew chief and the driver, and there's a, just a lot of – it's really relaxed. I was really surprised. I was like, oh, okay, this ain't too bad. Uh, you got to build these relationships, and, and yeah. Ryan's a current driver. So I'm, we're already pals, so we've done that. But if I didn't know him – I would need to form a relationship with him. So when I text him in the middle of the week and say, hey, man, what happened there? Or what do you think about this upcoming event? I get 
good information. Sure. And he trusts me to give me that information. So I was just shadowing Latart and um, and Rick and seeing what they do on Fridays and Saturdays and if they actually do work. <laughs> uh, so that was a lot of fun. Work. Yeah. yeah. If they do work, work it's work. We you... wanted to see the truck race. Burton's boy was in it. So we went up into this uh, booth to watch the start of the truck race. It started raining, which was unfortunate. So we ended up going home. Did you have any hot dogs while I did. you were there? I had two hot dogs. Um, we ordered five, <laughs> uh, two for Rick, one for Tart, and two for me. They gave us six, so Rick Ooh. ate three. <laughs> so, Rick, <laughs> so Rick ate three. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Learned a lot about Rick. Didn't yeah. yeah learned a lot I thought about maybe you know, it evened out, and the Tart gets, yeah. the second, yeah. uh, gets the second yeah. dog, but no, it became a third dog for Rick. Um, I, I love the hot dogs, though. They're good. They are good. Yeah, they are good. I also liked that, that you got to... Seeing the sport from a different side, and also having so many friends—I don't know if you saw—but but Dale got to to you know talk to his friend and, and now guy driving his old car, Alex Bowman, to you know give him a little some words of wisdom, uh, a little bit of a pep talk. But it it actually came out differently. <laughs> yeah. This text chain, yes. as you were trying to tell him, like, hey, this is, you know I thought you did pretty well. For first time, and then turns out he's uh, yeah. actually raced a cup car there five times. He asked me if he could post this on Twitter, and I said, let me see it first. So, <laughs> so we re-ran through it. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people forget that he actually yeah. is racing the Cup Series. I don't know why, you know, when he reminds you, man, I've ran in, in the Cup Series. Yeah. I, you're like, yeah, damn, you have. So when he sent, when we were sitting there, I was like, man, you did so good your first time. A lot of people don't run that good their first time as a rookie. They, you know, I, hit every, mm-hmm. I hit everything. Yeah. I ran into a, a truck. <laughs> uh, truck uh, on, uh, behind pit wall in my first race. And then I proceeded to wreck again on the racetrack. Um, I remember in the, uh, <laughs> I remember we, uh, I was starting to lap down on the inside back when the lap cars would line up on the inside. Yeah. A little, you know, 100 laps into the race, I'm a lap down already. Uh, green flag comes out, I jump out there to a straightaway lead over the leaders, right? And uh, that was the best thing that happened to me all day. Then I wrecked about four more times. <laughs> finally, we get in the helicopter to go home, and Dad and Michael Waltrip are in the helicopter, and Dad is really PO'd because he, he, was, he finally came on the radio after the last wreck and said, well, you just tell him to park it. <laughs> and they said, I think he's done today because the steering wheel's bent. <laughs> and so Dad was chewing my butt for like 15 minutes, and um, I said, but did you see me straight away, the leaders? Because that was really cool, I thought. Yeah. He didn't care about that. No, <laughs> that, part didn't, yeah. that part didn't stand out. I was, re- I was really happy for Alex. First top ten. Yeah. Uh, that is a hard track to do yes, well it at. It, takes a long, it took me a long time to get to where I understood how to finish a race yeah. there. And I thought Alex was methodical, um, You know, came out on top of all the HMS cars. They all kind of ho- hovered around the 10th place all day long, and Alex was steadily marching forward. and. Got the best result. Yeah, and now you you weren't the only one to, to try to show some support uh, online. Your friend Bubba Wallace, it's an interesting kind of support, you guys, the, mm. the friendship that you have uh, when he asked who was driving your car. Because Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, fans always criticize you on Twitter, and, and I, I'm going to say he's my biggest fan. <laughs> I get him autographs all the time and diecast, and, uh, and he, he didn't um, – he didn't miss a beat to uh, let me know how bad I usually run there, which is true. I mean, he had truth behind his statement. Uh, but, yeah, he definitely went there. I, did, I should have reminded him that how many laps down he was and where yes. he finished. Ooh, yeah, but I think they had problems. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, what are, you know, you got to love fans. It's, that's a great way to look at that. <laughs> that's a great way to look at it. a great way to look at it. we got a special thing we're going to be doing for the next month. Calling these shows on Wednesdays, Wednesdays with Dale Jr. We're going to hit a bunch of topics that Jr. loves. They're in his wheelhouse. 
Uh, so let's get in it. Today we're going to pick Dale Jr.'s brain and find out who he thinks are the best short track drivers today, who could be the best in the future, and who were the best from the past. Also, it's a test of beauty and brains as we will pit Dale Jr. against Ryan Blaney in a pop culture quiz showdown. It's going to be epic. And we'll go inside the car and let you listen to what Ryan's day sounded like and what it sounded like when Clint Boyer took the checkered flag. We want to hear from you, the fans, on Wednesdays with Dale Jr. Send in your questions for Dale or Ryan and use the hashtag Wednesdale. Kyle made that up, so he got a gift certificate to the Thai restaurant. Thai taste. Thai taste. Thai taste. Headed there as soon as it's over with, so let's it's hurry up. Taste of Thai. You're going to love it. <laughs> After the snowflakes here yesterday, but we are ready to go now for the STP 500 at the Martinsville Speedway. Let's have some fun today. Keep this thing straight and clean, and we'll go racing at the end. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it all. Best of luck. Be safe down there on pit road. Uh, it's going to be tight. 10 away. Watch the 18. Go, 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 I think it knocked the toe out too. Too fast. Five, six, seven. Yeah, it took four. I was just so confused coming in. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? I'm about run over to 88 and everybody, and I'm halfway down. I realize I'm in third. So, all good. Just ran in the guy in front of me. Sorry. Got to get a drink. Yeah, you got a pretty good hole in the nose here. So, good thing we're at Martin, though. So. Still there. Still there. That restores me. Mr. Ross Chastain. Oh, the watermelon guy. Somebody needs to whoop his ass. We like watermelons too much to do that. You want lap time here or no? I'd hate to be the one doing all the work. Makes me feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, at least I got you out of your office on a Monday. Two pass, five and six. No! Damn it! I'm sorry, guys. Trying to get too much. It's only taking me 300 laps to get back up here. And stage two goes to Ryan Blaney. That's not bad. Little bit of loose end. Track bar's three and a half rounds down there. The hell better exit. So I think uh, I, I need work in the same area as I need to work before. We're making small changes here. 47, giving me a shot. Well, as if this car wasn't loose enough, this didn't help him out a whole lot. I've been looking at this mirror. I had to go. Yeah, front door, I hear you. Get these out of the way. You can see Jimmy just making life really difficult for Logano. Oh.
began a long celebration for Clint Boyer, and it appears to still be taking its toll. He tweeted this yesterday. Not going to lie, this beer doesn't taste very good. For the record, I don't know if that's like a beer float. I don't know if that's supposed to be ice cream in there. Uh, My favorite thing, uh, besides seeing Clint win, uh, was seeing him go into the stands with the fans. That was amazing. But something jumped out in that video to you. What was that? Basically, um, Clint Spotter telling him to wave. I didn't know that um, spotters told their drivers to wave. So now it's got me wondering how many waves that I got weren't real waves that were just that's spotter, excellent point. Spotter waves. Yeah, that's huh. spotter waves. Did you see the wave? He never waved. He so never he was waved. instructed I let to wave, him go, didn't wave. And he instructed yeah. wave, never did it. Very interesting. And I now this is making you question. It's like when you let somebody out in traffic and, and you want them to just say, hey, I thanks. I thought that was the driver right? waving, yeah. but yeah. maybe a lot of times it's just the spotter telling yeah. the driver to wave, and he's like, yeah. That's BS now. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Every, <laughs> wave I, every wave I see, I'm going to question from now on. A disingenuous wave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. That's what jumped yeah. out. I'm learning so much being out of the car. I love that you can hear that, and that's what you take away from It's all lies, Dale's realized. It's just my heart broken. <laughs> it's just fibs is what it is. All right, so guys, I want to know the most fun win that you've ever been a part of, that you've seen, because obviously that one was was really cool. It's hard not to be a Clint Boyer fan. You know, he's somebody that I think uh, when you look at the garage, he's somebody that people really genuinely enjoy. He's a big supporter of everybody else. So to me, that one was really fun, seeing Cash run down the, the front stretch towards him. Uh, but what what can you think of as a really fun when you think of like that. The one that I go to is Martinsville. The one uh, that when we won there last, uh, just I'd been trying to get that win for so long. And the clock, everybody wants a clock. It's one of the rare races where there's such a unique trophy that makes it more uh, exciting to win and more prestigious. It's a hard race to win. It's a hard, it's an easy track to get, you know, have the best car and not win and get beat. And you can see us jumping up down here. We about lost one Just clock. Just almost lost the yeah. clock I and mean, the stage. Like we can't believe that we finally did this, and we couldn't have, we couldn't enjoy it enough. Luckily, we we realized somebody's like, "Hey, you about to knock this clock over," and we're like, "Man, we're about to destroy our clock." And they said, "No, nah, this is a dummy clock." So no, when you go <laughs> and win your Martinsville that. race, that clock's okay, but if you knock it over, no big deal. There's a replacement. Real the real <laughs> clock is somewhere else. Okay. Um. So that's kind of a dummy clock. But we, uh, the stage is the stage is pretty authentic and old school. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was genuine. Yeah. All of that yeah. moment that was, was completely real. Yeah, was. What about for you? What's a, what's a win that you look at and think of either you or somebody else in this sport that just is total fun? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think my first truck win in 2012 was pretty neat because uh, my my mother and father were there. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool. You know, your first win in NASCAR and, and your folks are there. That was really special to me. Honestly, the most pumped up. I don't know if it's bad to say this or not, that I've been for a win that hasn't been mine was my dad. I was at a sprint car race that he won probably three or four years ago, yeah. and uh, I thought that was really cool. It had nothing to do with it and to be in victory with my dad that he won the race. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, cool. that was very sweet. That's huge, man. Kyle, what about you? Okay, let's look, I, I, and I'm, I'm going to say Dale Sr. winning the Daytona 500. That, that is, for me, look, you don't pull for other drivers. You never pull for other drivers. But we saw Dale get this close. This close so many times. Everybody in the garage area knew it. You know, everybody felt it. Uh, and you see Pitt Road here. Uh, that's the iconic shot as everybody coming down. But what went on in the garage area after it was over with, when guys were loading their cars uh, and talking amongst themselves, they were so happy for Childress and Earnhardt Sr. and you, your family. 
uh, for Will Lynn, for Chocolate Myers, for all those guys. You know what I mean? Because you get so close so many times, and you feel that in the garage area. You feel it for other people. We saw it with Clint with so many drivers going to congratulate him. That's huge. That's huge. It's huge to stand in victory lane. But to know that everybody in that garage area, that your peers said, hell yeah, got it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, for me, will always be the most emotional win I've ever seen in this sport. Yeah. What do you remember about that one? I was at home. I had wrecked at the uh, Xfinity race the day before and had a concussion, so I was laying on the couch with a towel on my head and mad because I wanted to be there. Yeah. You know, and I knew how important that race was to Dad and him finally winning it, and I just wanted to yeah. be there to watch it, just like everybody else. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be near him and feel it. You know, he there. You can see it in Victor Lane, all the all the emotion coming out yeah. of him. You know, and and I wish I could have been there to, to <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, but I had to wait till he got home to be like, hey, you know, that was cool, man. How's that? You know, that's for, I had, we celebrated a couple of days later. But um, it was uh, I, seeing those, you know, like he says, that iconic shot of him coming down pit road and everybody shaking his hand just yeah. was incredible because there is so much competition between the teams and the, and especially the, yeah. the road guys, oh, the yeah. over-the-wall guys. Remember, our, our job, your job as a driver is to go to that racetrack and put everybody on the mat yeah. and keep them on the mat. Right. That's your job. So you're not pulling for somebody else to do that to you. Um, but I'm telling you, man, I, I think everybody, when it got down to those last guys, and, and it's typical, everybody was like, okay, what's going to happen? You know, he's yeah. been to turn three and that hadn't happened. Yeah. He's been, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. And it's like, yeah, got it done. Yeah. And I mean, everybody came out. You saw NASCAR officials. I mean, fans would have been out there, but. God only knows. <laughs> would have been a there real may have party. been some fans there out there. There may have been. There may have been. That's way cool. Coming up, which NASCAR drivers stand out as the best short track racers of the past, the present, and the future? Dale Jr., Kyle Petty, and Ryan are going to have their say when we return to the Big Oak Table after this. On Monday, Alex Ovechkin scored his 45th goal of the season to help beat the Capitals, help the Capitals beat the Rangers. Tonight, the two teams face off again on Wednesday night rivalry. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern with NHL right here on NBCSN. Do you know who this is? I know. You don't? No. Oh, Tom Selleck without a mustache. And see your face? That's exactly how I feel. That's isn't Tom. It is, yeah. isn't it? I don't know how I, I don't Seems know. so weird. Yeah. Right? Do you know who this is? Oh, that's Burt Reynolds. D- that's not <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> oh, who's that? He's in a red Ferrari. Does that help? Oh, is that Magnum P.I.? That's Magnum P.I. That's Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. I get Burt Reynolds and Tom Selleck. Guess someone. who this is? Is that Tom Selleck with no mustache? It is. What? <laughs> he looks like a completely different person. He looks like a completely that's different nuts. person. Who's this? It's Ryan Blaney. Because, see, that's Ryan Blaney. Mm. Okay, let me ask you this. Better question. These two dudes are like, hey, let's get a beer sometime. Oh, that's the right guy. This guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, this guy. That guy. Hell yeah. Out of control. Do you know who this guy is? Looks like a distant relative of mine. This all-American, horseback riding, T-top having. I don't know what my hair was doing that day. It must have been windy. It got so bad, like, I, I can handle that. The scrambled eggs on top of the Ford hat, all that's good. Even the hair's fine. But when he went to the Indiana Jones hat, and I, I thought we had lost him. 
like literally way too many notebook movies, completely lost Blaney. But finally, I think the captain got a hold of him and wrangled him back in. Wrangled him in. <laughs> too many notebook movies. I like that. I, I like that line. That too was Clint's yeah. emotional appeal. <laughs> too many too notebook, notebook movies. movies. <laughs> I know. That's good. Honestly, I thought the I, Indiana Jones hat looked cool. Yeah, I thought it looked good. I thought it was a good I thought look. it looked good. It was a little bit John Mayer when he went to that kind of hat. Zach yeah. Brown's to had me, a weird hat thing. it was a little bit thing. Ryan Blaney. Okay? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. My man's Thank his own God. guy. Yeah. Okay? If I, I don't know just, what your problem just is. had a mustache there, it would have been better yeah. than that. I think he's the only guy in the garage that can pull it off. Yeah. There's now always that true. one guy, that yeah. Joe Frazan or... or oh, Joe Frazan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's now like, we're reaching. There's like Tim Richmond guy <laughs> in the garage that can just about wear anything, and yeah, everybody's sure. like, yeah, that's yeah, Tim. That's, that's yep. good. Do you feel like Blaney's, and Blaney's the guy? So he could pretty much guy. walk in there wearing anything, and I don't yeah. think anybody'd be too shocked. I'm gonna try that then sometime. Yeah. You should. Hey, happens. if you get if you get that kind of a pass from these two, yeah, I think you just gotta own that. Right. Guy. Maybe Texas, Texas, so maybe I'll go all out. And, oh yeah. Uh, you want uh, people to think of Tim Richmond when they see you? you some quality I go like yeah. to have. You gotta bring. The heat. You gotta bring the heat. <laughs> you gotta bring it. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring it. There's some man, I, you know what? I like Wednesdays with Dale Jr. Well, the other week I compared Tim, I compared to Tim Richmond to Denny, I think, in mm-hmm. style. And he texted me, he's like, "Appreciate it, thanks for the." He sent me a picture of him with the with the mustache. He's like, yeah. thanks a lot. I'm like, well, you know, wow. I was surprised. I was disappointed in you, yeah, but hey, so I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Keep keep, keep keep hammering on. I wasn't mad. I was just keep hammering on. I'll keep on it and see if I can make you proud one day. The <laughs> honesty, the honesty that comes out of the oak table is something yeah. I'm real proud of. So this wait a minute, is, you compared Tim Richmond to who? To Denny, Denny Hamlin. Yeah, I would have compared Denny more to Kanye or something. Mm, um, another driver from the past. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. I was just talking dress. I thought you were well, thinking in pop culture. Yeah. Okay, sure. Tell you what, let's. I'm let's, sorry. I'm going to just transition this a bit. Uh, since we're looking back to last week, let's look bigger than that. Uh, let's take a look at Wednesdays with Dale Jr. We know this is a big thing. We want to have it. Uh, it's all about discussion with you guys, and so we're going to talk about the best short track drivers we've ever seen, starting with the present. What do you got? Oh, the present. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to start with the present. Um, you know. I think that Eric Jones is probably going to well okay so that's future let's go present oh okay <laughs> all right <laughs> Eric I have this that's all. what happens when you yeah. take notes man I, you get confused we're starting in the middle of this thing <laughs> um, Kyle Busch Jimmy Johnson Keselowski those are very good short track racers but I believe the best guy on the circuit right now current driver that's been there for a while is Hamlin hmm. look at Hamlin's average finish at Richmond and Martinsville yeah. Um, he really is a guy that's consistently finishing well at those two tracks. Got a little work to do at Bristol, but I think that in equal equipment, he has more short track, you know, I don't know, savvy, the ability to really complete a race and run well at those points. And do you think it makes a difference when, when drivers, when you hear certain drivers, uh, you always love super speedways, and, and it was almost like a power-up, right? Yeah. Like, like you were Mario with a mushroom. Is Denny that same sort of way with short tracks? When you talk about those, that, that savvy? Yeah, I know Denny gets up for Martinsville and Richmond. He looks at those two tracks as his home tracks. Yeah. You know, Bristol's just a weird kind of short track yes. with the banking and everything, but um, there's only three, too, so it's so hard to think about the future, who the, who the guys for the future, because there's only three, there's only three short yeah. tracks. Sure. There's not a... Big, huge Good point. serving size to really go, oh, yeah, this guy really kills it all. He's short tracks. There's only three on the circuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I know you're sitting next to the third-place finisher at Martinsville, so no pressure. 
Uh, let's talk about present, though. Who do you think best short? Is that not what we were just talking about? Yeah. No, I just mean for okay. you, though. Yeah, we're, so I'm back. I'm, I'm on my nose, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Present. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're nose, too. Like I thought we would do past, my notes. Tell her my notes. past, current, future. These are my notes right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I just read what was up there. Okay, past, here's what I'm going to say. Future. Here's what I'm going to Present. I'm with, with Dale. We don't run enough short tracks. We don't not run enough short tracks. It's like, who's the best road racer? We run two. Who's the best short track racer? We run six. We don't run enough, you know, to, to really say, to go back in time to when you had Wilkesboro and you had other places that we yeah. ran. And, and it was a totally different time. Um, and, and these guys come from such a diverse background now. You know what I mean? They don't necessarily all come from the Xfinity series or the late model series or what, and come up through the short track ranks. If I go back and look at guys that come up through the short track ranks out there right now, then you look at Denny, but I look at Kevin Harvick. I think he came up the hard way, man, came up beating and banging and making his own stuff and building his own cars and making them work. Kevin to me knows as much about the short tracks. I'm not going by what his record is at Richmond or Martinsville or Bristol or any of those places. I'm just going by what he, the way he came up. Because so many guys come up now, as we look at Alex Bowman and guys like that, on a simulator. Yeah. They don't come up on a short track anymore. You know, it's a, it's a different way of getting here. So it's really going to be, at some point in time, for drivers, a lost art. What do you think about the past? The past, I mean, you got to go with Darrell Waltrip. Won, what, 12 in a row at Bristol yeah. or something. Um, my, my dad, I thought he was pretty good yeah. at short tracks. Grew up on the short tracks. Decent. Richard, yeah. <laughs> Richard Petty. Yeah. Won uh, more than anybody for a while at Martinsville. And uh, Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Oh, the, he just retired. That yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mustache, supermodel yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't too bad at those short tracks either. Yeah. Just any time uh, if you're not. There's I just, just yeah. a long lift. Back, that, this, it's, too, it's too long. There's list. a long lift. And that's because, you know, like we, like we both agree, they ran so many short tracks back then. Sure. It was a lot more. Yeah, for me, for me, you go back and it's Isaac and Bobby Allison and Pearson and Petty. And because that's, they run 70 races a year and 75% of them were half mile racetracks. There were short track racers. It's not like the mile and a half now. One of the best race, best short track drivers I ever saw was Butch Lindley, um, who run the, the late model series or the Bush series, became the Bush series. And Jack Ingram and guys like that. You can go back, go back to when your dad, when your dad was there. Jack Ingram, Butch Lindley. Um, Sam Ard. Sam Ard, friggin' Bob Presley, uh, Tommy Ellis. Oh, my God, Tommy Houston. Let me tell you something. If you went there and could break the top ten, it was like breaking the top ten at Daytona at South Boston. I mean, yeah. you couldn't get in the top ten because the drivers were so good. So I, I think it's a little bit of a – I think that's why Kyle Larson and some of those guys in, in Stenthouse, they like going and running short tracks and running the race, those things – because that's what they grew up on. Sure. And they are good short track and, racers. And, and Blaney and, was the same yeah. way. Like, that's the stuff you were watching. So when, yeah. when, when you're there, who are people that you really like to race with? Like, in your, you know, if you're going to battle for top ten, who do you want to see around you? So we're going current now. Yeah, right? for We're going you. back to current. Yeah, we're going to jump around. You're jumping way around. When will yeah, men be now? <laughs> yeah. Good Soon, sir. Uh, you know, I think we kind of already covered them all. You know, currently I think, you know, Jimmy's a great one. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. Um, you guys covered all. I had five people written on here. Three, two are only current. But uh, yeah. you know, Kevin's a great short track racer. Um, you know, Ryan Newman. Uh, you know, 
I think he was always a really good short track racer. Uh, I did have Rusty Wallace as a, as a pass yeah, guy. Yeah. He was a really good, good short track guy, especially at Bristol. But, um, no, I, you know, there, there's a tons of great short track racers out there now because you know, a lot of them came up that way doing late models or things like that on, on, at Hickory or Orange County Speedway or Concord. And um, their talent is just uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm going to chime in on what he said. You go Rusty. You go Rusty. You go Mark. You go Kowicki. You go Dick Trickle. You go that group, the ASA, the Midwest guys. When that, when that door opened and that flood came through, those guys held right off the bat. Mark Martin comes to Nashville when they run the, the 420 up there and sets on the pole. I mean, he's, which Mark was 16 for 25 years. I mean, if you believe all the press clippings that they said about him, you know what I mean? But, I mean, he looked that age yeah. when he came up there and sat on the pole in that Apache Stowe Buick that he had, or Pontiac, and you say, oh, my God, where'd this kid come from? Where'd these ASA guys come from? They came straight to the Cup Series, and they were a factor on every short track you ran. I think we have, I think we have, as, you know, we talk about how many short track guys that dominated back in, in the history of the sport, uh, a lot of guys that are currently in the sport that we consider great short track racers, but it's hard to look into the future yeah. and think about who's going to be that guy it is that's going to dominate, not only because we only run three short tracks, which I like the fact that you think there are only three short tracks mm-hmm. if you're a half mile or smaller. Uh, the other part about figuring out who the future is as far as short track dominance, it's hard to separate the driver and the car. And point. back in the 70s and 80s, the driver would make up for, for a little bit of that, and sure. Mark could come oh, yeah. in with a little less equipment, yeah. but, a, but a little ingenuity and a lot of determination and, and do well. Yes. Today, like you would think Larson is one of the best short track guys out there, but his average finish at Bristol and Martinsville ranks 15th or worse out of the 23 tracks we race at. Mm. You wouldn't even think that. No. But no. everybody knows Larson's yeah. a hell of a race car driver and and. You know, but the, the car matters so much yeah. today. Let me ask you, and, and just for, for you guys, let me ask both of you guys, is having said that, is it harder for a driver to carry the car today than in the past? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you used to, like you say, a driver could. You put your dad in the car. You put my dad in the car. You put your dad in the car that was a 10th place car. They had run third or fourth in it. May win the race in the dang thing. Right. If, if you put that same driver in a car today that's a 10th place car, what's he going to do with it? He might run eight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's my point. That, there's my Don't point. Don't you agree? I think just, I do agree, and I think it's just times changing. You know, yeah. engineering and technology are getting so much greater that uh, a lot of these cars kind of, I don't want to say drive similar, but there's just so much information kind of going around everything. And back in the day, you didn't have that. Yeah, the car's become a bigger part of the whole equation. It's much more critical as far as equipment. Mm -hmm. I wanted a new tennis racket when I was in eighth grade. My dad told me that John McEnroe could whip my butt with a used racket from a garage sale. So I feel like I totally get what you guys are saying. You know, that really added to this conversation. You know, it totally did. Yeah, it yeah. did. Right? Yeah, thank Because every time we thank hear somebody you. yell at a bar, <laughs> I love put Jimmy Johnson in that guy's car. He'd still win the race. <laughs> it sounds like it would be different from what you guys said. NASCAR's got a long place in pop culture. And with that in mind, we think it's time to see how much pop culture knowledge the Dale and Ryan Blaney have. The showdown is next as Wednesdays with Dale Jr. continues. Mac- Bring it in. Mills, I'd like you to meet Special Agent Wood. He's the best combat driver the FBI's ever trained. He 
just came off an undercover assignment as a wheelman for bank robbers. This ride was his cover. Sorry about the chokehold. You even old enough to drive, pretty boy? Watch you hop in, we'll find out. Wow. Ooh, wow. Oscar Ooh. nomination. That was Ryan yeah. Blaney yeah. on the hit NBC show Taken playing Special Agent Wood. Wood. Yeah. That yeah. was gripping, Ryan. I'm like impressed. That. I teared up watching myself. I'm just I about to. Good. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was pretty impressive. Was I want to see man. the whole show. It was it was yeah. uh, really exciting. I never done any I have never done anything like that before and uh, I got to meet uh, everybody on the Taken show and uh, so Clive, who was uh, who's the main character in that, he will be driving the pace car at Bristol. That's amazing. Mm. So yeah, and everybody cool. can see the show April twentieth, uh, nine p.m. Eastern. NBC's Taken. How much more uh, on screen? Time a lot more. Have? A lot more. Yeah. Great. There's a lot more action. Some everybody. good action scenes. Some driving. Really? Everybody yeah. Tune in for that. It's gonna be fun. Listen, Ryan's up on pop culture. We want to go there. The special Wednesdays with Dale Jr. segment. Here we go. It's time. Oh, look at this. Look at Whoa. the pop culture resume. Wow. More than 150 magazine covers. How about that? He was in a video with Jehovah. Yeah, you like that. And, of course, Ryan, yeah. last case of emotion. <laughs> yeah, but I think you got me beat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wait a minute. Has They're really downplaying your uh, Have you been your on last case of emotion? Have you ever yeah, been on? Yeah. It was okay. on. All right. that, why is that not, not on your resume? Fellas, here's how it's going to work. You've got a button here. You <laughs> slap it to try to get the answer. Kyle's going to help and tell me if it's correct or not. Are you guys okay. ready? Okay, I'm looking. Ready. I'm looking. Here we go. Which movie was number one at the box office this weekend? Ryan. This weekend? Yes. Uh, Cars 3. That. Cars mm. 3. Uh, uh, it wasn't Black Panther, was it? You read a promo for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nope. It was no. Pacific Rim Uprising. Yes, oh. I couldn't make the pass. Nope. Here I mean, we go. If he doesn't get no. it right, I get a chance, right? Come on. Which yeah, one of these cities doesn't have a Real Housewives show on Bravo? What? Atlanta, Los Angeles, or New York City. Which one of these doesn't have a Real Housewives show Come on Bravo? Bill, don't let me down, dude. No. Atlanta, don't let me down. Los Angeles, New York City. New York City. No. No? Los Angeles. That's Angeles my is man correct. right there. I don't watch that. That is my man. But well, you right. gave it to me. Right. That's, like, yeah. right. That's my man. What video game is currently sweeping the nation? Brian. Fortnite. Correct. Oh, correct. Who is Kim Kardashian married to? Ryan. Kanye West. That's Kenny correct. No. no different. <laughs> different. What NASCAR champion went to the Nashville Predators game last night? Brad Dale. Oh, Brad. That's correct. Going. Uh, who's the defending Stanley Cup champion? I may have read it in a promo earlier. Yes. Uh, Capitals? The Capitals? Incorrect. I was tricking you. Uh, it was the Penguins. <laughs> I said may. Why do you answer? I said may have. Dang. What restaurant is featured on the hit show Vanderpump Rules? Sir. That's right. Uh, bonus point if you know what that stands for. No. Okay. It was SUR, Sexy Unique Restaurant. Uh, here we go. What English rock legend was knighted this past weekend? Dale. Ringo Starr. That's yes. correct. That's my man. Uh, what is Superman's home planet? Krypton. Krypton is correct. Which one of these actors has never played the role of Batman? Ben Affleck, George Clooney, or Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's correct. That was close right there. That was a dang. That was a close one. Here we go. Cardi B from the Bronx perform with what intergalactic star at the 2018 Grammys? Who's Cardi B? Cardi B. Cardi B. She's from the BX all day. Mm. Yeah. That was Bruno Mars. Yeah, that's all right. Upcoming YouTube series Cobra Kai is based on what 1980s film franchise? Um... 
Uh, <laughs> we got right, a kid. Right, right, a kid. There, there we go. go. There we go. Thank you. I was um, trying to give you a clue. Trying to give you. A clue. <laughs> I, I, was, I knew it. I was up there trying. I got to like a, all the shirts. <laughs> what Saturday Night alumnus starred in the 2016 movie Pop Star Never Stop Stopping? Never stop. Never stopping. No. <laughs> next. Never stop stopping. Yes. Never stop. Never stop stopping. Stopping never. What's Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez celebrity <laughs> couple's name? <laughs> Yes. J-Lo and A-Rod? I don't know. Mm, close. close. J-Rod. J-Rod! Yeah. <laughs> Dinger. That was All right. Good. Uh, was which good. store is harder to go to without a detailed plan? Come again. Home Goods or Target? Home Goods. Incorrect. Oh! What? I know. It's a I know, trick. I know. That's a trick. Home Goods what? is tough. Home harder goods to go tough. to without a detailed, detailed yeah. plan? Target is easy. It's harder? You Lost for days. Who, who chooses that? You never leave under $40. Uh, here we Are go. Who is, <laughs> who is Kylo Ren's father in the Star Wars movie? Yes, sir. That would be Mr. Ben Solo. Ben? <laughs> ben is actually Kylo Ren's name, mm. but Han Solo is his father. That's, there there, there it is. There we go. There, there we it go. is, Kyle. Can, can wow, you tie we got it? really deep into that one. Wait, can you tell me? if I think that might be a tie. Is that... Who was keeping score? I thought you were keeping score. No, I wasn't keeping score. Oh I don't. God, guys, I'm just somebody checking. get in my Hold ear on, and tell me checking. who won. It's a tie. It's a tie. Congratulations! Oh, All right. What a coincidence! Wow. Yeah. That's what a coincidence! What a coincidence. <laughs> wow. If I, anybody was keeping score at home, please tweet us who really won. Here tonight. That's great. Okay. I thought both of you guys get a participation ribbon. For a second, I thought Dale was going to punch me over the home goods thing. Coming up, we got today's social pit stop, and one more reminder: if you've got a question for Dale and Ryan. Send it to us with the hashtag Wednesdale. Wednesdale. All rise for Premier League mornings on NBCSN. Chelsea hosts London rivals Tottenham in a key clash in the race for the top four. Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern on NBCSN. So what's trending in the NASCAR world? Let's find out in our social pit stop. Kyle Busch says vacation has begun. That is exciting since it's the first off weekend of the season. That means vacation time. The drivers and their families are enjoying a, a, little, a little break. Danica Patrick looking lovely there at Indy. Go, Daddy. Man, that's going to be awesome. She's going to drive that Chevy in the Indy 500 Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, guys, uh, pretty exciting stuff. We've got some great questions from the fans coming up. Also, uh, Dale spoke to the judges during the break and produced a home goods receipt, and he, in fact, was awarded the win. Uh, so if, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Figures. He took it. I know. Yeah, that's what happened. It's his show. It's, it's, it's his, his show. show. Uh, We've got lots more for our first Wednesday with Dale Jr. we got your questions for him and Ryan Blaney coming up next here on NASCAR America. Welcome back to NASCAR America. It's Wednesdays with Dale Jr. We've had a great time. Uh, so much so that because Dale thought, I asked a pop culture question about home goods versus Target. What's more confusing if you don't have a plan? Now he's taken to the Twitters. Yeah. Uh, the, Hold up the votes are Twitter, But probably- Ryan, for the record, his petition, and he said, I disagree. I'm, I'm not in a place in my life where I'm going to go to Home Goods, but I go to Target, and if I don't have a plan, it's the most confusing thing. The judges also awarded him the question. So we're back to a tie, guys. Well, that's good. I appreciate it. I did also put the money down to protest. Yes, and, that's uh, true. And you don't get that <laughs> so I got my money back. Oh, no. Well, if you oh. win the protest, you get your money back. You oh, no. That? Kyle and I, I, I take we should it. let the Twitter poll decide. There's two minutes left and there's 60, 40. Well, yeah, but that's goods. your Twitter poll. They're going to obviously side oh, with it's you. Oh, it's Exactly. I've never tweet. been to Home Goods, so I don't really know. <laughs> oh, that's weird. weird. You never even thought about, about that. Never yeah, thought of it like that. Guys, let's get to the Wednesdale fan questions. First one. 
Uh, somebody want to know, since NBC has added IndyCar for next year, Dan, yes. if you had a role at the Indy 500, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> yellow shirt? Oh, I don't want to be a yellow shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes those guys. <laughs> um, I, you know, I think in the booth. Be the cool. best point of view. Wherever I could have the best point of view. Yeah. Do you want to so go? Be in the booth. Of course. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I've never been in the you know, Indy 500, so that'd be awesome. Let's Toyota. do it. Toyota's a good Toyota. plot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see, uh, Junior No Blaney is a Star Wars fan, in parentheses, nerd. Uh, what movie franchise are you a fan of? Um, you know, I like uh, anything Tom Hanks, so I just sort of follow, really oddly, like if I, Tom Hanks um, or Nicolas Cage. I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. Wow. Nick, that's deep. That, that, got deep. Ah, that got deep right there. The Rock was on earlier no that one day. Saw, no one saw I was the thinking Cage yeah. turn happening just there. Yeah, I was thinking Wedding Crashers. Sorry, I am so <laughs> upset that Nick's Cage, Nick Nick Cage is not a, you know sort of a lead, not a sought after guy anymore because I, I I like his movies. I think Ghost yeah. Rider uh, might have done it. Yeah, might have done it to him. Yeah. Might, yeah. might have, might have. I mean, Maybe. National Treasure. John Volta came back. National Treasure. That's, That's, That's true. That's true. That's true. Yep. That's, That's true. true. Uh, let's see, uh, Blaney. Do you sometimes think about pulling into the twenty-one pit box when you're going into the pits? Mm. That's a great question because it's it, kind of flipped. That it? is a great question. Uh, so before the duel, no, it wasn't the duel for the five hundred. Yeah, I was like, hey, make sure you remind me that it's the 12 box today and not yeah. the 21 because yeah. you, know, you drive a car for a certain amount of years and, and you see that number you want to pull into there. So that part was uh, a little point. confusing at first. Good question. There was a time uh, during my when I would race Xfinity that I'd have my 88 yeah. uh, pit sign, even though I might be driving like the 5 or something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there was a time when I drove, I'd just pull in the any pit as long as they'd service me. Because my guys <laughs> Great point, Kyle. Great point. Uh, last question, Ryan. What was it like having Dale Jr. as your landlord? It was good. Uh, you know, Dale lived uh, right through the woods for me, and it was a, it was a pretty quick side-by-side ride to his uh, house. The truth on that, though, is that Brad Keselowski was your landlord. So Brad, yeah, Brad owned the house. Yeah. And, I bought, I, Brad bought the house for me, lived in it for a while, then he mm-hmm. moved to the lake and... Yeah. Um, he moved in, so we were neighbors. Yeah, yeah. he was neighbors with my mom. Yeah. Uh, any noise complaints yeah. or anything? You ever Lots get in of trouble? noise complaints. We got thirty seconds. <laughs> Once, one we gotta get Brenda on the show to. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's stories. That, we should. I shot fireworks off one night, like the second week I was in there, and it was a Tuesday night. And it was late, and, and I heard her through the woods. <laughs> we shoot another firework off. I called really? the cops, and we were done. That's this is news to me. No fireworks. I don't even know that story. <laughs> we're leaving. We're leaving here at the Big Oak Table. Our first Wednesday with Dale. It's time. It's big. Thanks to Ryan Blaney for being here. NASCAR is back tomorrow at five Eastern. Till then, have a good night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.